Hi, everybody, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. Welcome back. What's up? What's going on, everyone? It's Tuesday. Yeah, I was just on the Jersey reunion part three. It's intense. Yeah, I, I, ever- I've been seeing some of the uh, recaps of it on Daily Mail. It looks crazy. Yeah. So, anyways, so I saw today Sandoval came out with a video of one of the songs they did on his YouTube. Did you see it? No, I, I mean, I saw on his Instagram. Was that a snippet of it? That was a snippet, and if you go to the link tree on Tom Sandoval, the most extras Instagram, you could go in and watch the whole video. And I'm just, I gotta say, I'm glad we moved from the front and center, which we were at for, you know, before the show and the first part of the show, um, because the whole video is very focused on the front and center. <laughs> yeah, I, I, the part that I saw, I saw the people vibing, and um, that was us, yeah, in the beginning, so glad that we moved. <laughs> yeah, all the people that you see, I'm like, oh, yeah, I was standing next to that guy, that, like, tall blonde guy and you can see some other people I'm like yep we were right there mm-hmm. and the whole time we were standing there too the cameraman was trying to get in and like he didn't even ask us to move and at some point i was like like i'm gonna move so you can get up there because clearly he was like shooting something or filming something i was just like okay let me get out of the way he didn't ask but i was like okay yeah otherwise my ass is gonna be in the whole shot <laughs> But he sounded really good. He sounded great that night. I, I really think that um, he has his sound like dialed in now. And what, you know, he looked like he was controlling a lot of it himself, um, which is good. So, sounds like he's been practicing a lot and maybe even taking voice lessons um, just to, you know, fine tune everything. Because the song he um, did for that video, you know, it's a very range challenging song. And you're like, you know, when the high parts are going to come and I'm like, Ooh, is it going to go low? You know, like when people do the national anthem and you're like, Ooh, are they going to go there? Or are they not? Yeah. And sometimes you just don't want them to, cause it's a safer bet. And so I was, I was on pins and needles. Yeah. So I apologize. I sound a little stuffed up, but I guess that's just what it is. Yeah. So that's I know I have like horrible cramps right now. I'm like, oh my god, help! But I, I took my apple, so it's gonna kick in in a second here. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a few more events coming up. I saw, we've got Dog Day. We've got the Sir Day. You just uh, told me about today. That'll be a great time. I think either you know Dog Day or the Sir Day. They're very close together. I think that would be a great time to do. More updates. I know you guys, Holly posted in the Patreon group some updates of Schwartz and Sandy's and some pictures. Um, I mean, for me, it still looks pretty much the same, just a little maybe cleaned up. But like you said, you they finally got rid of the La Villalita side. Yeah. So, um, you know, one of our listeners lives right there. And so she is like watching it for us, which is so cool. And she said that. Um, yesterday there was a lot of workers there and today there was like not as many, but still, you know, a lot. And so I just like 
you know, updates like that are cool because it helps have boots yeah. on the ground over there for sure. I mean, Tom still, you know, recently said they're hoping for late June. So by that time, I would think we would see some progress early June when we'll be up there. Um, but I'm still going with August, September. I have a feeling like this will be in my season 10 predictions too, but uh, I have a feeling it'll be like a finale or something. It'll be a soft opening, kind of like what they did with Tom Tom. Um, but it won't fully be open yet by the time the season wraps. I also, um, you know, am a little leery about the timing of the sudden movement on the work. You know, we just got the green light for season 10. Have funds been allocated to get lighting in there so they can film the, you know, like what's like it could be getting ready for filming or who knows what they're doing. So it just seems a little sus. For sure. I wonder now with his, I know he said a new a new tour like coming soon for his band. Um, I'm sure they're going to film that. That's why he's probably doing a tour. Uh, I would imagine. I I don't think they have a stage in there, but they'll probably do some kind of event there with him, maybe singing a little bit. You think? I mean, I feel like that would be smart. That's. I mean. Absolutely. Like if he can pack in a venue like that and create, you know, such a night at these other places, wouldn't you want that at your own location? It seems to only make sense. Yeah. So when he does announce a tour, I did hear he's coming to San Diego soon. So I will for sure. Well, hopefully go to that unless it's on like one of my busy dates, um, like wedding and shit that, you know, I can't get out of, but, um, I, yeah, I have a deal for you guys, you listeners, whatever city goes to, whoever wants to go, let us know. We have a little mission for you, and there might be some motivation for you. Yes. So stay tuned for his new tour release dates. And anyone else for that matter, Sheena, if she does more podcast tours, Lala, if she goes back for a second round and adds more dates, um, yeah, we figured out a little little system that might be fun. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. Uh, well, so what do you think about all this? You know, there's so much chatter right now on the blogs, on the meme accounts, on people podcasting. Jack's announced he's moving to Clearwater. Like every source that I, I, I click on these things and it still goes back to the same thing. He did a cameo. You know, he's the- he's already come out and said it's not true. Like he like fully was like, that's not true, um, which is hilarious because he's the source that it came from, from a cameo. <laughs> so it's just like typical Jack's to, yeah. you know, be doing a cameo and running his mouth or, you know, who knows, like, if he's lying to the cameo person or if he's lying to everybody else. Who knows? Well, everyone's taking it verbatim, though. He did say, I did hear the, the cameo, and he's like, no, we planned on moving there, you know, soon. It, it's very vague. And, you know, he's been saying that for years. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what does this mean? What is this uh, three-week annou- big announcement that Lori Kay posted with Jackson? Three weeks till the big announcement. So what is that going to be? Is that going to be a show? Is that going to be his move? Obviously, it's not just a move. She, why would she be publicizing a move unless 
something was happening either around the move or a show or something. Right. Yeah. If I were to guess, I would say <laughs> some sort of announcement is coming in three weeks and like I'm, I don't know like what angle she's taking with that. Like I, it doesn't have me excited. I'm not counting down. I didn't mark it on my calendar. Like I legit don't care. Um, I just, I, I don't know. It's just weird. Like the promotion of the three yeah. weeks is bizarre and they've done this before. He's how many times has Jack tried to rally everyone around that he has something going on and it's like a mattress commercial, like shot on an iPhone. Yeah. Like when he was on Lala, when it was with Randall and Randall could not contain himself. He wanted to leak it, announce it. And the rumor said where he was going to be on Big Brother. So it's like but that announcement never came either. So thank God Randall didn't announce it. I wish he would have, though. Yeah. So Southern Charm looks lit. That trailer came out. It's coming out June 23rd. Now, I heard recently that Craig was kicked out of Kyle and Amanda from Summer House's wedding because he was so wasted, which is funny because his girlfriend, Paige, was like the maid of honor, or at least a bridesmaid, but I think she was the maid of honor. So, kind of embarrassing. Yeah. You know, everyone thinks of Craig as like, he's such a good guy. He's the he's the good one on Southern Charm. It's like, you guys, if you watch Southern Charm, the whole, all of, you know, the whole series... He's just the less of the worst. You know what I mean? Like, he's lied so many times um, to his best friends. He gets wasted. He, you know, lies, cheats, blah, blah, blah. Like, he's just not maybe as bad as Austin or as Shep was. I don't know if Shep's gotten any better. It does look interesting to see where we're going to go this season with him. But I'm excited. Yeah, it looks re- looks really good. A quick update. Um, you guys know I'm doing the one project that I haven't done on Patreon yet. Will I'll be doing it. I'm trying to give everything a fair shot. But one of the things that I can talk about that you guys heard me that I ordered Shannon Medora's Real for Real lemonade thing. Right? Yes, yes. You know. Weird, lost a connection there. Yeah, that's what it said on my end. And then, it, and then it took like forever ringing. That was weird. Mm. Okay, we're back. Well, I've disconnected my VPN. That usually helps. It says I have full bars. Okay, Anyways, cool. um, oh, so my order that was ordered early April, you know, I, I, when I order these things, I click it in real fast and the autofill and all that, and it shipped to my Huntington Beach address, and it was like too late because I will give them credit. They shipped it very quickly. And I did realize it like quickly after the fact, but it would already shipped. And then I did track it and it said, oh, I can't return to post office. So I contacted Shannon Bador's company and I'm like, here's what happened. And they're like, okay, well, we can't do anything until it gets back to the post office. Well, I kept tracking it. I'm like, it's back at the post office. And they're like, yeah, when we're notified it's back in the, or when it's back in the post office, you'll hear from us in a day or two. Well, I never heard back. Hmm. You know, May was very busy and crazy. And I was like, wait, I still don't have it. So I tracked it again. And it's been sitting at the Newport Beach post office, which is where they ship from, since like April 14th. Oh, wow. I have I have no message from customer service on what to do. I have no refund. I have 
So I've now emailed them three times and I've not yet heard a reply. Oh, that's a bummer. If you order it, just make sure you do it correctly because you'll probably get it very fast. Um, But, you know, it's going in the notes. And I understand initially it's my problem. Don't say you're going to get back to me in a couple days and then don't. Yeah, that's frustrating. Yeah. I did watch the Selling Sunset reunion, which I realized I never finished the series. I think I made it to seven episode seven because when I was watching the reunion I'm like wait I didn't realize we saw a wedding wait what but now I'm like I don't even really care because did you ever finish it or get to the reunion no I haven't the reunion was really boring like it was interesting to look at their looks but that's the show yeah nothing shocking it was just all of them like looking at each other anytime Christine would come up and giving each other, you know, the look. Um, they did talk about, uh, Chriselle did talk about her new relationship with G Flip, as we talked about last week. Yes, yeah, since you, like, I had never heard that name on the last podcast, and now I have since seen who it is and seen some photos, so I'm caught up. Yeah, and Jason was crying, like, the whole time. So, I mean, he was choked up, he couldn't speak, Brett started crying. What was really messed up, though, was the, the I guess, the Andy Cohen person. The, the near, I think his name's Tan French. Uh-huh. I have, I have, I think, heard of him or seen him before. But he went around and said hello to everyone. He's like, Jason, da-da-da. He never actually said, I should probably watch it again, but I'm 99% sure he never said hello, Brett, or acknowledged Brett. Like, I feel bad for Brett. Like, he gets no attention. So when he had that scene when they were in Greece, like that first episode, it's like, hello, we've been sitting here. You haven't even acknowledged our existence in two hours. Like, I feel for him. Yeah, me too. Like, justice for Brett. I, I'm i hoping that maybe he's more featured on the OC show and he gets his moment. I, I don't know. Yeah, but it seems like Jason's the one I was going to OC. I no word on when that's going to start airing. Do you know? No, I did. Did you see that Heather Dubrow was um, was with them, and that you know maybe a little, maybe she's going to make a little appearance on there. It looked like they ta- they tagged uh, Tarek was on there too, and maybe she's going to flip a house or something. I don't know, but maybe she's mm. going to sell something and make some sort of appearance. So TBD. Interesting. Okay, one other follow-up thing from last week after we podcasted about um, the Sandoval show. So the employee that was suing Lisa last year, now keep in mind there have been several lawsuits from Villa Blanca from employees against uh, Lisa and Ken or their, I think it's called like Pinky Productions, isn't it? Something like that. Uh, like their restaurant group? Yeah, I think so. So, um, you know, and, and things were referenced about, you know, stand up against her, let ever, let the world know it's not true, tweet about it. Well, this person was Olivia. You guys have, you know, heard people talking about her. You can see her on Instagram. And um, thanks to someone, I don't know if you want to shout out for this or not. I was going to go back and and do the work on Twitter, but someone special did it for me. So there is, and I remember you guys, I had uh, mentioned that Danica was one of the people that did fall in line 
and did tweet in support of Lisa. Um, so one of the tweets is from Danica and another from James. So um, just keep them. Let's, I'm going to read the tweets, but just pay attention to the wording. So the first one that Danica had tweeted, and this was like a, two years ago, I think 2020. Um, I've always taken breaks, gotten paid correctly, and was there during many of Olivia's shifts. I worked the night she came in to have dinner with her mom and asked for a job and was given one the next week. This lawsuit makes no sense. Then James Kennedy posted, I've always taken a break when I wanted and have always gotten paid the correct amount. I don't know what keeps happening. Um, okay, so so keep going. I think you were on James's. Yeah, so some of the wording and word choices are just very similar. I've always taken a break and I got paid the correct amount. I got paid the correct amount. Like, it's just very, like, it seemed like it was very scripted. They were given a, a statement, here, tweet this or use this, make it your own. Hmm. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I just find it suspect when you are asking your employees to do that. Go against a, a fellow co-employee. It just seems a little shady. Like, you should keep that shit separate. It's bizarre to me, especially having worked in a restaurant, like you typically aren't given breaks at a restaurant and not in like an illegal way, but it's, you bring that up if you, if you are, if something else was wrong, you know, like then you start nitpicking at how the system works. And usually at restaurants, it's not great. You know, like that's just, it is what it is. I don't know. And so it just seems strange to like, business is business. Like, like why would Lisa care to have James tweet that? Like, like it just seems so petty and so like childish like and you know um people sue companies all the time restaurants get sued all the time but to have like yeah to have somebody step in and be like tweet about that and try to you know like to try to make them feel stupid or look dumb or like especially that one acting like i saw you come in and ask for a job beg for a for a job with your mom like that Ooh, i don't like that right yeah, and it's just it's not the way to go about not the way to go about it. So I don't know where there's smoke, there's fire, and there have been several other lawsuits. Whether they've been um, settled, lost, won, they exist, and obviously that's normal. Every company's going to have that. I don't know where there's smoke, there's fire, and another insurance payout for another restaurant on fire. Yeah, this one just virtually. Yeah. So, you guys, we want to talk to you about our sponsor this week, Thrive Cosmetics. You guys have heard us talk about Thrive before because we love it, and we're back to talk about it some more and make sure you know about all their products, both skincare and makeup. As you guys know, I love trying different skincare and makeup products, uh, but I'm also picky about their ingredients. And um, as you guys, I don't know if you follow Ariana on Instagram, but like she has experienced now a couple times reacting badly to some skincare products where she's needed assistance, you know, Benadryl or, or going to the doctor and, you know, having lasting effects. So it's important to pay attention to ingredients. And that's why I like Thrive because it's 100% vegan. There's no parabens, sulfates, 
Um, and also, it's a cruelty-free uh, uh, company where you know they do not test their products on animals, and that is very key. Um, I personally, on the makeup side, one of the things I really like a lot and have been using a lot lately is the Brilliant Eye Brightener. Um, you guys have heard us talk about this before. Um, I was just in Vegas, and it was a perfect time to give me that extra shimmer without having to wear, like, a sequins dress or put on some unbearable 8-inch crystal stilettos. <laughs> like, I, can, I cannot do it. So what I can do is put on some makeup that helps me extra, like, a little extra shimmer, glow, shine, and this brilliant eye brightener does that. You can put it, like, um, in the, like, inner dots of your eyes. You can put it on top. You can use the highlighter on top of your uh, brows or on your cheeks. It's just kind of like a really overall go-to product. And what was funny is I had a friend in Vegas that I visited and was in their hotel bathroom and she had the exact same thing. I'm like, oh my God, she had that and the um, uh, eye cream. So I was like, oh my God, you have this. I'm so proud. I'm like, but when you need more, I'll give you my discount code. Yes. <laughs> the eye brightener, it's a cream to powder highlighter stick. So it brightens your eyes, opens up your eyes, gives you like this instant eye lift and shimmer. There's 13 different shimmering shades. I have currently the rose gold one, but I've tried a different shade before that I liked equal, equally as well. I just wanted to switch it up and see how other shades worked for me. And I like them both. Um, but the other thing Holly and I really agree on is we love the um, Thrive Sunproof 3-in-1 Priming Sunscreen. Yes. So it's a it has an SPF of 37, but it's it's super silky and smooth, super moisturizing. It's a clear hydrating gel. So for me, that means no more white clumps on your skin. You know, when the SPF isn't rubbed in enough, I've noticed too if I have a really you know strong SPF, I can break out. This has not done it for me. So I personally uh, keep this in my purse at all times because it's a, like a really good size. So I wear. I, small purses and it fits in them there perfectly without taking up too much space um and i found like i'm at outdoor parties and i feel like oh my god i'm getting too much sun or you know whatever i put on in the morning it's worn off i have this handy and i can just whip it out and put it like on my face without a mirror i'm like at an outdoor barbecue or something i don't have to worry about did i rub it in fine because it's clear yeah, and I, it kind of gives you a little glowy look too, which I love. So I, I love a little bit of a dewy look. So um, yeah, sometimes exactly if that. if I'm like, oh, like I look at my face and it's looking a little dull, I'll throw some of that on and I'm out of there. So yeah, you can do it under your makeup, but I've done it over my makeup, you guys, because exactly it gives you this hydrating like glow to boot. Uh, but they also the other thing I've noticed is I'm around kids a lot and like the mom didn't anticipate needing sunscreen or thought like we wouldn't be in a situation where we're in. And I'm like, Oh, don't worry. I have this in my purse. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it comes in handy because it's very travelable for sure. So, um, check it out. Um, what I also like is thrive cosmetics also offers their bigger than beauty promise. So for every product purchased thrive cosmetics donates to help women thrive. This means women emerging from, you know, homelessness, maybe 
survive domestic abuse, giving them a safe place to go, um, or just, you know, fighting cancer, all sorts of causes to help women flourish. So I appreciate that they not only do not test on animals, but they are a women's advocate, and we have to support that. Absolutely. So right now you guys can help support that. You can go to Thrive Cosmetics and get 15% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash pumpers or use the code pumpers for 15% off. So it's Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E-C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com. So just remember, Thrive Cosmetics, the cause is spelled like it's a worthy cause, not COS, right? Yes. So ThriveCosmetics.com, code pumpers for 50% off your first order. Nice. Check it out. Right. So I want to get into some season 10 predictions. You yes. guys, we also have a whole segment um, prepared and planned, but I kind of want to... I, I put together this document of our dress review and I want to like fine tune it because I want to make it easier for you guys. At first I thought I'm going to do a PowerPoint so people can click along, uh, click along with us as we go through slide by slide. But I ran out of time. So I dumped all the photos in a word doc and I was going to post it for you guys. And I'm like, well, a lot of you guys are driving. A lot of you guys aren't, you know, so maybe I'll fine tune it, make it a little easier. I tried to do it in a like iMovie or um, a video music app I have, but it cuts off all the dresses. Yeah. So I le- I legit want to do like a Word doc or PowerPoint because I want to be able to see it. Yeah. Um, or have you guys see it properly? And I know you've all seen those that follow um, the cast on Instagram. You've probably seen a lot of it. Uh, but we're gonna go through it one by one. We're gonna talk about some of the people that were there. I mean, particularly, I, I just have to give a little teaser. Um, someone said to me, they're like, Nikolai is seriously giving me like Dexter vibes or American Psycho or Silence of the Lambs vibes. And I looked at a couple pictures and I was like, you're fucking spot on. <laughs> I blew it up and I'm like, oh my God. Like, I'm not even talking looks wise, but yes, also looks wise. Like, I feel like, Sassy jokes about some of the things she would say in early seasons, but I feel like he could be like diabolical. But you know, let's not rip on a kid. But maybe <laughs> we'll on Patreon. I kind of, well, I we'll kind of, yeah, on Patreon. yeah. I chalked it up to like you know when you're his age and like you feel like you already like are feeling kind of awkward being that age, and then you're with all those people that are older. It, like I don't know. I pictured. I just thought he looked like super uncomfortable. Like that was the vibe he was giving me, but but I but I see what you're saying too. That's funny. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna I am gonna post the document when I fine tune it in the Facebook group, Vanderpump Rules Party Facebook group, and I'm gonna post it in Patreon. And also in Patreon, I want to go through um, a few excerpts that were posted in Saucy's book. Now I'm gonna read those excerpts on the Patreon. But I do have to acknowledge that, yes, we should probably do our due diligence and read the context in which they were in, because I've seen some people talking about that. So I may have to go out on a limb, you guys, and actually read the book. Um, or I thought about, you know, anyone that has read the book or listened to the Audible 
having you guys on to discuss it. Um, what I saw, I wasn't a big fan of, um, just because it doesn't seem like it seems like like there's justification and blame still happening and not true accountability or growth. However, I'm just going off excerpts, and to be fair, we really got to read the context of it all. But I do want to discuss it, and that would be a good Patreon topic because, you know, a lot of you guys I know have, you know, trigger alert, don't want to discuss her, don't want to hear about her, and I totally get that, and um, often one of those people. But um, it's important, especially this book that has given her, I was listening to something today, and they're like, ah, she's emerging from cancel culture. And I'm like, is she? And if, if she is, that's fine. Nobody needs to be canceled forever. But I want to hear and see the growth. But also, like, people are speculating, oh, is she going to come back to season 10? It's like, well, if she is, then why not Kristen? Or why not, uh, you know, anybody else? Not that we care about Max or Brad coming back. Some people want Jackson, Brittany. I mean, I guess Emmanuel wants Jackson. Like, plenty of people want Brittany back. Um, but I don't know, like, I guess we have to see is it are they coming back or not coming back due to relevance or due to being canceled and re-emerging I don't know I don't think any of them are coming back but you know you never know right Jeremy Jer- I mean not Jeremy Jeremiah slash Jerry came back I am gonna go out on a I, I think she's coming back I think Stassi's coming back mm-hmm. I don't know that's Jerry do that's my feeling. And I, and I got the feeling as soon as I saw her like answer the question, if she ever would come back, I, I saw, I saw something in her eye that Stasi's not a great liar. I, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, since we're on that topic, season 10 predictions, I know we've kind of talked about it a little bit, but um, anything you want to come out of the gate with besides, that or you want to elaborate on that uh well i'm gonna come jerry's coming back i'm gonna uh not on straight up vanderpump rules i don't think so i think it's some sort of other project you know whether it be the second show that they're working on or i think they brought him in for something but i i don't think it's season 10 straight up vanderpump rules yeah Um, I i think it would be linked to stassi and not linked to sir yes um, and I also wouldn't be surprised if, like, if that was, like, all part of the same deal. You know what I mean? Like, if they worked the I, – I don't know. I, I get a weird feeling from them. And then my other thing is if Stassi does come back in some capacity on some show, Kristen will be brought back as well. And I feel like uh, – I feel like Kristen will come back too. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say that too. Well, I'm going to go out on a limb and say if they bring Stassi back, they better bring Kristen back. Well, and that's what I and that's where I feel like uh, talking about her, quote unquote, uh, coming back from cancellation or, or whatever. I feel like that would be something that would make me personally feel better about everything is if she actually stuck up for her friends and the people that she brought down with her and brought them up with her. Like I would have respect for her if she did that. I remember Kristen was much like Rachel O'Brien when Stassi got canceled the first three times. Kristen is very, um, PC and liberal and, and like, uh, take this aside. This is 
the most horrible thing she could have done. But take that aside and look at the other three times Stasi was canceled. Rachel O'Brien tried to war. Like they were like, oh God, oh God. They were kind of like you guys watching New Jersey when Teresa speaks and everyone's like, oh God, oh God, don't say it, don't say it. Like Kristen was very much like the the social justice warrior along with Rachel O'Brien. They're like Stasi, and and I think Katie. They're like, don't post that, don't post that. You know, it's not it's not good. And she doesn't care. She doesn't listen. So it's like. If they just brought Stassi, who's now been canceled four times for four extremely serious things, or at least a couple, whereas Kristen just had the one, and I'm not undermining the one. The one was the worst and horrible, but you can't like bring this person back who did multiple cancelable things and then not bring this person back who carried the show. She gets a bad rap because so many fans do not like Kristen, but without Kristen, there was no show. Yes. So it's just not fair, I guess. Yeah. I mean, honestly, but it's not fair to th- say this, I think, I think back. this is like why we always go in circles. Like, you know, I'm talking about like the Vanderpump community as a whole is because honestly, like probably the right thing to do is to walk away from the show 100% and say, it was wrong, we're done, this is done, you know, and that's really what probably all of us should do. But because it's not done, and it wasn't done last season, that it really, I really think they did themselves a disservice and us a disservice by not addressing it and not healing from this and learning from this. Like, I really wish that there was some sort of dialogue about it where we could all talk openly about it and like really, you know, like it's kind of like a new thing, like, you know, saying something like there with every we hear everything that everybody says. We have it recorded. We all have copies of it. You know, it's like, how how do you come back from that? And can you come back from that? It's it's a really new feeling. I don't know. But see, this is their M.O. And like, I don't know if it's Bravo or Evolution or both, but don't talk about it. Yeah, they sweep everything under the carpet. They're doing what Teresa Giudice, hide it, hide it. And Louis tried to talk about it. Margaret's like, get ahead of it. If you talk about it, people will stop talking about it. You can move on. And Bravo or Evolution, whoever, Lisa, uh, because we see this pattern with Lisa. Lisa told these employees to tweet about go against Olivia, this employee with her lawsuit against me. She told Faith, as did production, don't bring up this Lala knife thing. Um, sweep it under the carpet. We're not going to air that. Um, they told someone else that had Randall information about cheating. We're not going in that direction. Keep it to yourself. Don't tell anyone. Uh, the, I mean, so many different. The, yeah. Okay, the Faith Lala. The other. Um, even Stassi says in the excerpts in her book that we printed out. Production knew every. All my producers knew about this, and they didn't care. They like move on let's sweep it under the carpet and the thing is with the other things Stassi did she did on her podcast so that's independent of the show granted she wouldn't have that platform without the show but the faith thing is tied to the show so that's why the walk away from the show makes the most sense because what they did to faith is all stemmed from the show so that needs to be a clean sweep the rest of her cancelable things whatever the general public can deal with it. She can bounce back however she wants to, as she has on Patreon, um, you know, with a private podcast where people pay her $9 a month to hear 
to watch her practice her first wedding dance, sadly. Um, you know, but it's like production is and, and Bravo, they're uh, professionals at let's ignore it, sweep it under the carpet, let's not address it, let's not talk about it, and also encourage their cast and their employees to sweep it under, to remain silent. Don't bring well, it and, up. And, and like she mentioned too, I believe in her book, is they were always rewarded for this behavior. She's been rewarded for this behavior the entire time. You know, so, so for to the the whole thing, like just it flaw. I mean, it, it's just, it's pretty wild. I don't know. The, the whole thing is. Yeah, wasn't there the thing when Jerry was so excited when she was coming back from New York? You know, it's like, oh, we we've missed you. We've needed you. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you actually go back, I mean, obviously the golden years are always one and two, but if you go back and watch three and four, they're really good. They're really good. They're all really fucking good. <laughs> so, you know, yes, I am. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I can't even like blame Stassi and Kristen wholeheartedly i can't for their actions on the faith thing and the other horrible things they've you know they've done but at the same time you're that's the environment they were in yeah supported and encouraged and you know they fan the flames for it to happen yeah same with jacks yeah you know so while jacks he loves going on his cameos or his lies like hey folks keep in mind i just did my job well you know it's a it's a reality show but come on we got to keep you entertained I'm not this villain. I'm not, you know, it's like, yeah, I messed up, but I did it for the show. You know what I mean? Like, we're not quite buying that narrative. Like, I'll, I'll 100% believe Stassi's justification. Like, well, production wanted me to do it. And I do believe her. It's still wrong because she's very sheltered and, and privileged. Um, so she she didn't ever experience any consequences. So right, right. Why, sh- why shouldn't she? Um I just, I, I, I just, I mean, I feel like we have gone on and on about this, but I really am just disappointed that we just never heard any of the cast members or anybody address it and just say, I'm so sorry. I did not realize how horrible of a thing that that was that I, like, I did not think it through. I did not put myself in someone else's shoes to know what that meant. Like, I feel like even just that would be like, okay. And then like, that's like a starting point to like, for people to talk and, you know, talk, share their experiences and stuff. But by the doubling down and the blaming, it does, it, it feels, um, I don't like it, but, um, I agree with you. I think that you and I should both, um, read the book because I I did see some other people post that says for that specific chapter that it says, if you don't read this full thing and take the excerpts out, like that's not fair. You have to, like she literally says that in the beginning of the chapter. So I I feel like that. Yeah. So I mean, the closest evolution of Bravo ever came was when Ariana tried to bring this up to Billy Lee, warning her about the podcast when Billy Lee was going to do the podcast with Stassi. And she's like, just be careful because this is after Stassi had been canceled like twice for the, it was before Nazi chic. But yes. She had done yes. Them that too. was the closest. And <laughs> yeah, but they really didn't. I was shocked at how they did not go there. Like it was, they did not. we should read, we should shit. revisit that episode and, and talk about that and break that down again, because that would be interesting to look at. Yeah. Actually, Ariana, I know you said you've 
you would come on several times. We've we've never pushed it because you know we kind of went a different direction of. Uh, but I would really like to hear more about that conversation that was probably cut and edited the shit out of with Billy Lee, like how you explained Stassi to her before she did her podcast. And I, I'm sure a hell of a lot of it was cut as I've heard, you know, Charlie told me how much was cut where her context is season. It, it, it either looked boring or it didn't make sense because they cut the important parts right. about, you know, when, when Lala was talking all gangster and, you know, thinks she's Tupac and talks about weapons and Charlie was explaining to her. That's, you know, the, the piece we saw on the show was like, Hey, I, I'm from Barstow. I've had like a gun to my head and a knife. Like they cut this whole pretext and this whole conversation prior to that of where that stemmed from. It was things Lala was saying. And Charlie was like trying to explain to her how that's like not cool. When I was talking to Charlie, it really resonated. I'm like, this reminds me of, the Katie Randall thing on how Katie did not think that whole Randall prank was cool. Yeah. Of calling the cops. Um, so anyways, they like to cut those things. And then I feel like there is even like a further conversation into that of that, like there's other cast members that should have been brought into this as well. Other people have said things that are cancelable that you could cancel as well you know like there's been stuff that tom sandoval has said there has been stuff that lala you know things that lala has done like i just i if you're gonna draw yeah. this line i just that had to have been kind of hard to watch some of the cast members go on and flourish i don't know if they flourished but go on for another season when you're canceled you know yeah well and, and they didn't fire them for the things they said on their podcast they fired them because uh, the faith thing, but they didn't care two to three years before. They knew about it. They only cared because yes. Black Lives Matter came in uh -huh. and they had to care. Right. <laughs> so you guys reference back our two podcasts <laughs> with Faith when she tells us years before uh, June 2020 with the movement when Bravo and Evolution had to make those calls. They knew. They didn't care when it happened they knew the truth they didn't care it's it's all about how you look yeah anyways on a lighter note <laughs> yeah so um i know we're not going to talk about the wedding we're going to do that on patreon but you guys we have scoured the earth looking for stassi's dad at this wedding and we do not think he's there yeah um i was looking for his wife like i said i was looking for him um and to me, it really looked like, um, it's her Alex. name's Alex, right? Alex's Alex dad. It looks like Alex's yeah. parents came, which looked to be super special to Stassi, but I feel like he really took on that father role um, instead and, of her dad. And he kind of looks like her dad, and so does his wife look like her stepmom. Yeah, right? a little bit. I don't remember. I thought she was, like, blonde and... Yeah, she she is like super blonde. Yeah. So my question is, did Jerry walk her down the aisle? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I, I will die if that, if that happened. <laughs> okay, you guys, it kills me. It kills me. But I'm gonna keep paying the nine dollars because I think she's waiting to release her wedding videos in June, and it kills me. But I have to see. Is it Jerry walking her down the aisle? Or is it 
um, Mark, Alex's dad, or is it her uncle, or does she just walk down by herself? Because I can see her doing that. Um, that's pr- I would, I would walk down myself, like at this point in my life. You know what I mean? I um, think I think, and especially if my dad wasn't there for some reason, like I absolutely would and especially like i'm already married this is like just like a ceremony for my friends and fa- I, I, I would walk myself yeah or you know, like if you don't have your grandpa there or you're you know, yeah like if you have one brother but she has two brothers one wasn't there uh, understandably because he just had a baby so yeah they, sh- they shouldn't be there god i would hate to travel with like a three or four week old baby yeah that far um so i don't know that i think Nikolai, her uncle, I don't know if her uncle was there or not, um, like the one that got him on the Amazing Race, or Alex's dad, or just nobody. Or Bo's dad. Was Bo's dad there? That's a question. Did see any pictures with him? I only saw his mom. But unless, you know, I just don't know who. Gosh, you know what? In all the stories and pictures I watched, oh my God, I wish I had that those life moments back, but I never saw his mom once. Oh, I did. I saw her like with Dana, with Dana, like back to back with Dana on the dance floor and stuff. But they never like posted pictures. Like, don't you post like a main, like, actually, I honestly don't think I have Stassi and Dana together either. I have pictures of Dana because Dana posted them of herself. Yeah. Thank you, Dana. I think I think I, yeah I think I have I snapped a couple of them. Maybe they're just knows for like the their big Patreon. Yeah, video. yeah, and I'm sure they took all the wedding pictures of everybody. You know. Yeah, yeah, because they had the first look, first reveal. Yeah. So you only do that when you're going to take pre pictures. Yeah, of course. I mean, that's like why you're having a wedding, you know, for the pictures for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to season 10, because we're going to finish up on wedding stuff on Patreon um, tomorrow, or I don't know, maybe I'll drive up. Anyways, season 10, okay, all I have is really, like, I see Katie going on uh, dates that are, like, probably set up by Lori Kay with her Bachelor cast-offs. Yeah. I see her with Blake, the um, Katie season cast-off dude, because he's in all of their pictures a lot. I think she could potentially go out on a date with, um, is his name Blake too? He's like now a DJ in Colorado. Um, I'm hoping that like, we're going to see Katie like stick to her authentic self and not put a show on for us and like not do a fake dating thing. But I'm sure that that will be like a storyboard that they want to explore, you know, to, because that's interesting, you know, is to I have mean, her go on dates. But I, I was, I kind of hope that we see, like, like the stories that she kind of showed us in Italy. You know, like she's just vibing. She's, you know, on the train with her friend. She's in a pretty, you know, dress. Yeah, she's, she's going through the countryside. Yeah, she is just. Um, yeah, I hope she's doing that and living like that great life. Um, I feel like. You know, it's just Lala kept saying, oh, she's getting it. She's hitting it. She's living it. You know what I mean? Like, Lala keeps alluding to this. And I'm like, we talked about it last week. And I'm like, that's actually kind of soon. Even though I know technically she made the decision in January. 
she told Schwartz a month later, so February. They announced it in March. I mean, it's still, and they're still living together, so it still seems very fast-tracked to be dating when you're still actually living together. But, hey, you do you to each their own. I'm here for it, and I want to see it. I just don't want to see fake set-up shit like we did with Stassi. Remember, like, she's like, I love murder. And then, like, the guy did, like, true crime. So she's like, I don't like this date. Or, you know what I mean? Like, those fake dates she went on. Yeah, yeah, that's what I, I, I don't know. I would kind of hope that like even if pressured by the producers, that Katie would stand up for the show's integrity and for us, the viewers, and not do that to us. So, I hope I hope she does that. <laughs> so do you think we'll see a Raquel date? Ugh. I'm just I'm just not quite interested in that. I I don't know. <laughs> For my predictions on Raquel, like for an interesting storyline, I don't know what would be more interesting than her dealing with James and his new girlfriend. To me, I, that's yes. what I want to see. Um, of course, I want to see her living her best life as well. Um, I don't know that I want to see her date, but... Um, I could see like he's doing a senior next Tuesday. Allie is now by his side instead of her. And right. Raquel is stuck waiting tables in her surdress. Yes. And it's very awkward. And so she's talking in the back with her other girls to support her and pump her up and get her ready. Except for Sheena's not going to be there. Ariana's not going to be there unless they're doing like, you know, special feature Ariana behind the bar or Charlie. Charlie would be that person, but I don't know if she's going to come back, you know? Yeah. So I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, I do see a storyline of, you know, Sheena, Ariana, Charlie, if she's on the season, like pumping and prepping Raquel up to date. Um, I do see, yeah. especially based on Lala's show words of like her flirting with James and James flirting with Lala. And then Allie, his girlfriend gets insecure, but she doesn't really have anyone to talk to. And, you know, kind of the way Raquel was at Rob's cabin. You know, like, this seems kind of unnatural. I feel like we may see this is giving Lisa kind of an opportunity to mentor Raquel. And she's already mentoring James. She has, she's been doing that from day one with him. And I feel like she's going to really want to get in there and uh, and maybe bring Raquel on as her, we've seen her bring Stassi on and Katie on, kind of doing some special projects for her. And then, you know, they're going to need a DJ at those things. And that's when things are going to come to a head. They're going to have to come face to face with each other. Um, I, yeah. I I see. And then also with James and the Max angle, you know, like the fans really liked that. So, you know, they that was some of the questions they brought up in the what should we do if there's another season. So I feel like that's a great little corner for Lisa that she hasn't had in a while. So that could work. I feel like if we see Raquel at world dog day that'll be a very good indication on where she is with lisa and you know kind of her favorites are always at that event for the moment i saw that james is going to be out of town so he won't be there so that kind of gives raquel okay. the open door to be there well you guys she as you know you probably saw us post she was canoodling with dima i know that was a rumor before but i think it was more of like a sheena was trying to set them up and maybe they met briefly at or you know what? Not even Matt. They probably DM'd 
And then they really met and hung out this at Sheena's show in New York. And then they all went to Hannah Burner's wedding, where that's where we see like her dancing and giggling and grabbing his arm and he's whispering in her ear. So could be for show, could be the possible, you know, blossom of a new relationship, but that's tough because he's in New York and she's out here and she's competing for Miss California. She's going to school out here. She's living, you know, that could be tough. Uh, I also, I, I found it to be an interesting storytelling story on Instagram. Like that was very well placed and um, I, I don't know. I, I have my suspicions about that. Po- it was like almost too good to be true. Storyboarded. Yes. It yeah. was just like the it 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 reminded me of like kind of the way like when James wasn't showing who his new uh, girl yeah. was yeah. and like it was like a little like oh I think I see a shadow is that her you know it's like right. it, I don't know shadow it, of a leg or a yes, profile really that's, blurry that's how it felt it was like so perfectly angled well Sheena and James both play ball with like production and, and Lisa and they're like yeah they'll, they'll they're down for some storyboarding yeah. <laughs> Well, oh, and they of, and I. That's why they will always be be big players in the game because they're willing to go there, you know. Yeah. Three sixty five. So. Speaking of on a offshoot, um, Sheena had Brock's sisters on her podcast, and then she had Brock's mom on her podcast. Ooh. Um, as as you guys know, they've been visiting for a few weeks, and it was really interesting. It no, was which just is, good which to hear. Is, which is so strange. Why are they visiting for a few weeks? To film. Because it's the first. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Like, there's no, they're like 100% that's what they're doing. Um, <laughs> they brought her to the stagecoach. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't even imagine. But yeah. No, it was good though. They did say, I mean, the mom was like straight up on us. She's like, no, I haven't been able to talk to the kids yet. I, I hope that's coming in the future. But Sheena and Brock have now, you know, the child support's paid off. They have had contact with the children. They FaceTimed. They've gotten updated pictures. So the first step's there. Second step's there. Things are progressing. Mm-hmm. You know, who knows at what rate. But that's good. It's healthy. Take it slow. And hopefully, you know, the mom and sisters can, you know, hopefully everyone just comes to a good place. Yeah. Um, but when you were talking about Max, that was one of my notes was, I just really want more of a Max storyline with his girlfriend. Because we have heard some fiery shit about his girlfriend. Like, I don't have specifics, but, like, that she is a handful of fireball. We saw it a little bit last season, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he always dates handfuls. Yeah. So, the, one, uh, the one chick we met, was she, like, I don't know. I, I was a little scared of her, so I became her best friend because yeah, I didn't want to be on her bad side. Yeah, this is when Holly was like being almost killed by production and like equipment's dropping on her pregnant stomach. Oh my like god, that. that was crazy. <laughs> and then I'm hanging with back to scary, nice girlfriend, but uh, like scary as in like I wouldn't want to fuck with her. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, yeah and it but, seems. Know, Speaking of Max, also, it seems like Paul is making a little comeback onto social media as well. 
So, um, and it looks like he has stepped back into some of Lisa's restaurants. So maybe the the wind is shifting there as well. Oh, wait, he's not banned anymore? I mean, he is at Sir with um, Max. Like, he's, like, literally standing there at oh, Sir. So for him to be back on the property, I feel like that's a pretty big deal. You guys, this is part of our Patreon plan, too, is we are going to um, re-air some shit, but we're going to discuss it, like, completely unfiltered, and that's a big part of it. Yes. So stay, stay tuned. Hey, it's really cheap. It's $3 a month. We're trying to pack as much stuff as we can in there, possibly. Um, join for a month. If you hate it, quit. You're out $3. Yeah, but we also, you know, we yeah. So many giveaways and everything. And we also try to keep it, like, Sorry. you know, we try to keep it really even over here, too. Like, we're not, we're not uh, yeah, keeping anything 100%. from you guys. So, like, our giveaways, which, you know, we just didn't want to do the Patreon because we're like, we didn't want to charge. We realized we're the only ones left on the planet that don't. And everyone is higher too, anyways. So we're just trying to keep it minimal. That's the, like the like whatever the lowest amount. Um, but we're doing giveaways on both, so we're doing it to encourage you on Patreon. But we're not giving um, that up on our regular either. So we have. I still have to post because it's just been traveling so so long. <laughs> um, I have to post the Lala stuff, contest stuff. I posted a Patreon the Sandoval stuff, so I have those winners. And we'll do the Lala stuff in the regular group, um, the Facebook Vanderpump Rules Party Podcast group on Facebook. We will do the Lala stuff there for giveaways, but we're going to have a lot more coming up. We're going to Dog Day. We're coming up on Sir. I've got some other exciting things to do. So we are trying to um, fuel that all back into the um, the company, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, if you see me with a, well, you guys know I would never buy a Birkin bag anyways, because I don't fucking care. But if you see us with that, and then we're not doing giveaways, or we're not, like, posting, then say fuck off, bitches. <laughs> uh-huh. But that's not what's happening. We're fueling the company. We're making us all happy. So we can, we can continue to, a lot, the thing is, a lot of these events, I, I've noticed so many of you want this merchandise, and as we said from day one, this entire franchise does not make it easy to buy merch. It's never at the store. It's never online readily. It's either sold out, not available, or very limited. The Tom Tom stuff. You know, the only reason we got that first Tom Tom shirt is we asked our uh, server Logan, and he's like, "Oh, we don't have it." He's like, "I think I might have one in the back," and like, he, he couldn't even sell it. It wasn't even on like. It was just an amazing yeah. uh, service that he did. And it's just like they don't make it available. And all this uh, stuff at the Sandoval shows or his last one, he had some Ariana stuff. Like, there's nowhere to buy that. And so a lot of you guys are like, they're not coming anywhere near us or the show's sold out. So we're trying to get it for you. But, you know, there's a limit to what we can buy. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, when their hoodie is $75. That's a fucking lot. I'd rather get four t-shirts than one hoodie. That way means four of you can win, you know? Totally. So I just wish they were up on their marketing game a little bit on their merch because they're missing the boat because just on our feedback and we're by no means the biggest podcast. Uh, we are the experts, but maybe not the biggest. Vanderpump, yes. 
But just by the feedback we receive, I'm like, you guys are really missing the mark, which is why we should just come out with our own BPR merch line. Quite honestly. Yes. I'm working on that. (laughs) All right. So, okay. We talked about Schwartz and Sandy's, the season 10. Like I said, I think it's, it's going to be another Tom Tom. Oh, they're working on it. How they're going to make it their own. Maybe a soft open party for, you know, for their friends and family towards the end. I also think they'll probably do like a, like a, like a dueling thing where uh, Ariana and Katie will possibly be working on their side by side. And Lisa will be commenting on like who's getting it done better or faster. Yeah. So that will be a thing. True. So, yeah, that's going to be a thing of Ariana and Katie going around, like, looking for locations. That's, yeah, that's, investors. I, I say that that's, like, our next thing that we watch very carefully, you know, and see if we can pinpoint where that's going to be. Or if they start looking, we need to be around for sure. I want to see a menu plan. I'm really interested in the menu. I know they're not originally going to have a liquor license, so... In a way that kind of simplifies things, so you can just focus on the food. Because you go to Tom Tom and they have, or Vanderpump Paris, uh, they have all these specialty cocktails, and you're just kind of overwhelmed by trying to figure out what you want to drink because it's so special, right? So this kind of takes it away. I know Ariana said she's going to do some specialty things made with, you know, like sake, sake wine, or like champagne. T- Whatever, like beer and wine-based cocktails. Like uh-huh. you could make a, a a wine margarita and a, that sort of thing. So that will be interesting. But, you know, it's not going to be like a smoky Louvre coming out smelling like a campfire. Right. So that's why I'm interested in the menu and I'm kind of excited about it. So I hope they show bits of that to get me excited. And also, like, unless I have it confused, like what their vision is, it, it, I picture it being a very daytime thing. You know, it's like a yeah. it's a daytime yes. brunchy lunchy vibe. You know, so I, I feel like that like their idea could work. Like it works. Kind um, of like a, a Villa Blanca bridal shower or meets the Yes. You know, remember that kitten cafe they went to that one season? <laughs> you know, like like something different. Yeah, and for it, sure. Yeah. Okay, my last thing okay, part of the Schwartz and Sandy is I Yes, I said, I'm sure at some point Schwartz is going to have some kind of little stage. And I'm sure during filming, he's going to probably have Sheena join in for a number or two. Maybe Lala. Oh, Ariana. I hope he has Ariana join in for a number. That would be fun. That would be fun. Um, But then, as I said, like Sheena, Ariana, Charlie will be primping, prepping, pumping up Raquel to date. I feel the same will be Sandoval and probably Brock pumping Schwartz up to start dating. And we'll see him fumble. I don't think we'll actually see him on a date. We'll see him fumbling, trying to flirt. I I also could see them taking the angle of Tom really being the victim and being very upset about Katie moving on and um, the guys comforting comforting him as she's moving on and thriving and him maybe having a harder time being motivated even to get Schwartz and Sandy's off the ground while maybe Ariana and Katie's restaurant is thriving more. I feel like that could really be a a storyline. 
if it was like a couple years ago, I could, I would absolutely guarantee you they would make Katie the villain for breaking up with Schwartz. And oh, poor Schwartzy. I don't think they can do that today in this day and age. I think it's about empowerment, taking your, your life back. And we're over the, you know, making compromises or sacrificing yourself or so, you know what I mean? Like, I think that would have been the angle they were taking. I don't think they can do it today, but they will still make Schwartz. Oh, well, they, they're Schwartz-y. still, and I mean, this is not a storyline, but there's still the issue with, you know, his dad's health. Um, you know, like there's, there's things they can still ping back to that. Um, yes. This is why I predict that the triplets may make a return this season. Yeah, I think so too. For family warmth. Oh, well, and how good he is with his brothers. And I I welcome it because I want them back. Yeah. And I feel like with Katie, like I'm not that work. Katie's Katie is going to figure her shit out. I don't know that like I care to watch her build every step because I'm pretty confident that she's going to figure that out. Now, Schwartz, on the other hand, I don't know that he's going to be able to get a foundation going without her just because I think she did a lot of that for him. She made a lot of decisions. She brought him along. So I am a little interested in seeing what his choices will be like and where he finds his motivation to keep going and all of that you know like I it could be interesting if they do it right but like you said if they try to make him the victim it's going to be very hard to watch so they're going to have to carefully do that you know we're going to see a scene of Schwartz and Raquel fighting over the rent control apartment and then oh oh you just take it you just take it so Raquel's going to get it yeah um, and then Schwartz is going to be couch surfing yeah because he won't be able to find an apartment on his own. It has to be given to him. And if he doesn't get the rent-controlled Sandoval well, one, you know who he if could, it goes to Raquel. He could room with Randall. I heard that Randall and Lala just put their house on the market. So he also is going to be looking for a place. Did he really? Yeah. They're selling Ooh. it. Well, what's her name on it? Should we go um, to the open house? Yes, 100%. I don't think her name was on it, though. They weren't married. No, I don't. I'm just, yeah, I'm just saying they're, he's selling, yes, the, he's selling the house. Let's go to the open house of that and Jackson Brittany's and Katie and Schwartz's. Yeah, I've been watching Katie and Schwartz's. It's not listed yet, but I'm watching like a hawk to see when that's Yeah, coming. well, it could be like a selling sunset where like, oh, they found buyers before they listed it kind of thing. I doubt it, but yeah, it could be. I mean, again, I feel like that would be a super interesting show thing, too, if they want to hold for the show. You know, Schwartz, you know, shrugging his shoulders as someone's touring through, looking at his house, you know. Um, oh, it will be, because they, they're they still in it. Yeah. And we were told filming was starting in two weeks, so yeah. this was a week ago. Yeah. So... Which again, it, it again that like, did you just hear what you just said? Like that's it's like on the three week timeline of the Lori K. Jax thing. It's making me really nervous. Uh. <laughs> like what? What are they waiting to yeah, tell us? She posted that like last week. <laughs> yeah, it's it's motherfucker. It's not looking good, but um. <laughs> I don't know. And then I just for season ten also 
um, 100%, a huge storyline is going to be Brock working through his family issues, which I think all of us are interested in seeing, you know, hearing from his family, getting some of that background, and then watching Sheena interact with them, and then maybe uh, Sheena's mom, you know, and that whole, just the full circle of of how that whole relationship is healing and coming together, I think is going to be a big part of season 10. Yeah. Well, good. I mean, they all deserve it. Yeah. So, I mean, he didn't, but he he's kind of being the Louis on Jersey. Shit's real shady in the past. He's trying to address it. He's trying to get out of it, bring it, be honest about it. We may not like the answers, but you, you can't change the answers. You can't change the truth in the past. So he's dealing with it, and he still may be him, and people like him or they don't. But, like, at least, you know, don't sweep it under the carpet the way Sheena used to, you know, with, with Shay and that sort of thing, like Teresa always does. So if they're just, like, bringing it to a head and dealing with it head on, it's just better for them, better for everyone. And, and better, honestly, for his kids and his ex and, and her husband just to, like, not make a thing about it. Right. And just, you know, go along with it. And, yeah. 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 All right. Well, this was fun. Um, sorry about my annoying voice, you guys. Um, I took a bunch of garlic. Don't worry. Don't think I, you know, I felt a little weird yesterday. I did my routine. Feel perfectly fine. Just sound a little stuffed up. So, yeah, there you go. And sorry that I sound stuffed up on the second half. I had a minor breakdown, but I'm feeling better now. So I always feel better after I talk <laughs> Vanderpump rules. So yeah, let's all make it through this week. We can do it. Yeah. And we've got a big breakdown coming on Patreon. So see you there. Okay. All right. Bye. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>